So the big question is this, how do busy moms like us transform our lives and the lives of our families by simple everyday things without a medical degree? This is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Hello and welcome. This is Dr. Krista Ryan with Corner Chiropractic and Laser Clinic as well as Miss Dr. Mom. And I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about intermittent fasting. I know we there's a lot of hype around this right now just because the keto diet is so prevalent. And I've talked about my experience in the keto diet, but I really haven't addressed intermittent fasting per se. And I wanted to do that today. So I want to give you a little bit of backstory. When my son was, um, when he was very young, my mom, my mom wanted to be very helpful and she was um, really low on her milk supply when she nursed her, the only daughter that she did nurse, she bottle fed the rest of us. But when she did nurse, she was super low on her milk supply. And so when I had my son, she was like feeding me. I wasn't hungry, but she was like, telling me to eat and eat and eat because she was concerned that my fa- my son wasn't getting enough milk uh, because her milk supply was low. That wasn't the case with me. <laughs> and all that eating just like went to my thighs and my belly and my hips and my arms. So it went everywhere. And so I decided after I think my son was about one, I needed some motivation to lose weight and to get back into shape. And so I decided to join a triathlon with a group of friends. So this actually lit a fire under me. So I started running like 12k a day. And I decided to be very, very conscious about what I was eating and very specific. And I had read a book on how to diet and I did the traditional diet like that was it was low calorie. um, And then you just like increase your exercise. And my experience with that was not really great. Like I was so hungry. I remember being in my friend's house one time and she had this bag of popcorn sitting in the middle of her dining room table. And I went over to her house and I was sitting there and I remember just looking at the bag of popcorn and thinking, oh my goodness, I need that. Like, I need, need that. She was talking and I was so focused on the popcorn. I had to keep like thinking about what she was saying. And I, and then I walked away from her house being so embarrassed because I couldn't keep my mind off of just like that popcorn. Like I had never felt that such deep, deep craving for something before. And I was really, I really was starving my body at that point. And so when my naturopath told me to get onto a paleo diet, I kind of hesitated. I'm like, okay, well, I'm eating very healthy foods and the paleo isn't that big a deal to, you know, it's not that big a stretch from what I'm eating already. And so I started to lose weight in the paleo, but I wasn't doing any exercise. I was just literally like, I just dropped potatoes and... Um, rice and and breads um, from my diet, even though I'm gluten intolerant, I was dropping the rice breads. And that seemed to make a little bit of difference. I started to lose weight. It was over a long period of time and it was very, very slow. Now, my husband came back uh, from uh, three weeks away and he had had a friend that had lost a whack of weight on keto and then his family was getting into keto. And so 
I decided to, well, my husband was feeding me, so I decided to join in. <laughs> Mostly it was happenstance. But uh, once my husband explained a little bit of how the keto diet works, and he talked about intermittent fasting and how if you just fast uh, for a certain amount of time, you can get into keto a lot quicker. And I kept having this memory of me like craving this bag of, I think it was smart food popcorn. And, and I just couldn't get it out of my head that like, if I'm going to fast, I'm going to have such, it, it'd be such a negative experience for me because of my past, uh, my past experience with being at a friend's house. And I was thinking, I'm not going to be able to work because I'm just going to, you know, be craving the food around me. I'm not going to be able to function. Uh, I, it's going to make me want to eat more like bigger meals. Um, and I'll probably start gobbling because when you're in a state where you're just like, I need food, um, you just can't control, uh, how I couldn't control how fast I was eating. And so I really, really, really didn't want to get back there. And so I decided just to give it a go um, because I think I, I got into a state where I cheated and I was feeling so good on the keto diet and my blood pressure was coming down. And I remember going to the naturopath and she's like, well, I told her I cheated. And she's like, you can't cheat on a keto diet. It's going to ruin you <laughs> if you keep bouncing back and forth from, uh, you know, having to increase your ketones and then, then they're completely gone because you had some sugar or something with carbohydrates in them. And so I decided to um, try the intermittent fasting. And at first I was a little, I was a little iffy and skeptical, but I ended up finding that I felt like I had more energy. I felt like my inflammation came down and it wasn't the huge craving and hunger that I had remembered from when I had done dieting when I was young. And so I, anyway, this, uh, this was all brought up because I was on a uh, course today from this amazing lady and she was talking about how synthetic foods like have, <clears throat> you know, when you put something synthetic into a food or you uh, like today's society builds foods that we just have cravings for and when but our bodies that's not natural for our bodies to have cravings for food because uh you know long caveman days we didn't have food all the time and it would drive us nuts if the body was designed to like have these food cravings and so I realized uh, it kind of made me think about the time uh with my you know trying to lose weight after my son and compare it to the keto diet and it was such a big discrepancy in the way I was feeling and I realized that you know like there is a lot more to the intermittent fasting than we might think and sometimes just acknowledging the fact that you're having this massive craving for food um, means that that food might not be that healthy for you and I or you could be super lacking in something or dehydrated but like when I was craving that bag of popcorn, I was craving it. I wasn't just slightly thirsty or I wasn't just like a little bit hungry. I was like, I need that food now. It was super ridiculous. And that's why it stood out in my head where after that, when I started just eating normally again a long time ago, 
um, I was just like, yeah, I'm done with diets. I am not dieting. And there was no way I was going to go back to that. And it really took me having a liver problem and my medical doctor not doing about it before I even decided to try dieting. Like I really believed in you eat healthy and then you you exercise and you live your life to the fullest. You don't, you know, weight watch on the scale all the time. And so um, I just wanted to like I my my epiphany today was like synthetic foods. Like if you're feeling that craving after a synthetic food, like you don't go out and you think, oh, just got to have that person's carrot on the plate next to me. Like it just doesn't happen. So if you're thinking, oh, I got to have that bag of popcorn, just realize that that popcorn probably has something that has is very addictive in it. And it's not necessary for your body to function. And so we need to look at that. Now, I want to get into the intermittent fasting a little bit. And something that I realized today, too, is that like the keto diet, when you fast for a certain amount of time, you can have things like like grass-fed butter in order to kind of break the fast. Now, what this lady was talking about when she was doing uh, an educational course was she was talking that, you know, there are some things out there that have zero calories in it where you can have while fasting that's actually not breaking your fast. But anything that has a calorie involved in it does break your fast. And so when you're looking at the keto diet, you're trying to actually get into the uh, ketosis. And so you are breaking your fast by having butter because there is a calorie count behind it. Now, she she was talking about if you're doing a fast, there are micronutrients that you can have in like certain powdered supplements that have like zero calories involved. And if they're big micronutrients, your body doesn't break the fast at that point. Um, now, she was talking about apple cider vinegar, water, teas and coffees as being something that can help make you feel full, but you're not. (laughs) So, and the thing is, is that our water receptor in our brain is very close to our food receptor. And so a lot of times when, when you're dehydrated, you get confused, your body and your mind gets confused about uh, whether you're actually thirsty or actually hungry. And so just keeping that thirst um, up and getting all the water in that you possibly can, your body doesn't get into a state where you're super, super hungry. So, um, Needless to say, in all of that, I want to just encourage you, try intermittent fasting. It's kind of cool. It does decrease the inflammation. I noticed a huge difference in my energy levels. I I didn't get into a state where I craved anything. I felt like, oh, this isn't that bad. This is like really, really good, in fact. And it's something that I've added into my lifestyle, not on a regular basis, but every once in a while. And I think it is phenomenal. So if you guys want to try intermittent fasting, go ahead. Like this is, this can be a tool, a lifelong tool. And, you know, people in the past have always done it and they've done it for very specific reasons. And because it gets us into a state where we are actually healthier when we do that, our body is coming out of that rest and digest state and we're lightening up the digestion system and decreasing like literally decreasing inflammation in your body so I hope you guys find this inspirational and I just want to leave you with a few things that um, I, I want to inspire you 
to really take charge of your health. I want to like pass the torch on to you guys. So are you guys hearing this? And are you guys with me? Because health can be something that we need to be passionate about. This is can this can be a building block. It it's a foundation to our entire life. It can set the stage for your future. So if we get excited and passionate about our health, we people notice and they'll actually start following you. Your family will come on board. They're going to start trying new things and doing things that you might think I could never have gotten my husband on a diet before. Uh but you know, sometimes we just have to like live by example and we're really not here to be preachy at anybody or judgmental to anybody. We're just really here to testify and say, hey, this is my personal story. Well, I want to encourage you guys today, like tell people your personal stories, get excited about health and really live life to the fullest and realize that, you know, every second you put into your health is a foundational key moment that will change your entire future and your body's future. It'll make you happier. It'll give you better um, relationships in your family. It'll give you a better working life. So building that foundation into your body is the most, most important thing. And sometimes we need to be selfish and take the time to learn about our health. Take the time to, you know, add five minutes to our day to cook a healthy meal or, you know, 10 minutes to like, you know, clean and cut vegetables up. So guys, live with passion. Bring bring that to your families and thrive. And remember, health is key. It's key to everything. Anyway, I hope this is motivational for you guys. Have a lovely rest of your day. The podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more strategies to change the health and lives of your family and friends. Subscribe right now and listen to upcoming episodes. While I make every effort to broadcast correct information, guys, I'm still learning. I will double check all my facts, but realize that medicine is constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. I am simply presenting my views and my experience on how to deal with complaints that will be as evidence-based as possible. I welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. I take no money from drugs or device companies. By listening to this podcast or reading this blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical conditions in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast or blog under no circumstances shall doctor miss dr mom uh, be or contributors to the podcast or blog or any employees associates or affiliates of miss dr mom be responsible for damages arising from the use of this podcast or blog